Welcome to Daily Living. My name is Shirley Pubian. Here on Daily Living, we focus our daily walk with Christ. You will sometimes hear me refer to myself or others as FOCs, which simply means follower of Christ. Now to break it down just a little bit further, it just means that I strive to live my life according to the Holy Spirit's teaching of the scriptures and not by man's doctrine. So if you hear me refer myself or any other with that term, you'll have a better understanding of those acronyms. So, this show, Daily Living, it is for those that are babes in Christ, you've newly found your way to Christ, and you need help, direction, and understanding of what that really means for you. It is also for Christians just yearn to be closer with the Father and have a deeper relationship with Him. Or maybe you're a Christian that has lost your way and you're looking for a way to get back to Him. Or maybe you are not a Christian at all, but you feel empty. You're searching for something. You want to be filled. You're not sure what that exactly means. You just know what you feel. Or maybe you're not a Christian, but you know that the Lord is calling you. You can sense, you have this knowing that he's calling you. And you don't know how to answer the call. I was once that person. So if that's you, then you are in the right place. I pray that our Heavenly Father uses me as a vessel to lead you to Him. Amen? At the start of this show, this episode, I have thought and prayed long and hard about my first topic. There were so many different things that I wanted to talk about, but then I started to ask the Lord to lead me into what would be the best topic. How should I start this? Because this is not For me, this is for Him. It's to glorify Him. It's so that we can help one another in understanding and to just practical reasons on how to walk righteously in this world, in a fallen world, 
as a result, I just, I ended up with a couple of months worth of topics that I can't wait to discuss with you. But the more I pondered on my first topic, I thought it befitting to have the first episode to discuss why is reading the Bible important. So do you read the Bible? And if so, how often do you read it? 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 reads All scripture is God's breath and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So here are eight reasons why it is important to read the Word of God. The first is that it feeds our spirit. We experience growth. Reading the Word is like, for most of us, We may have a Bible, we go to Sunday service, and maybe the pastor reads a couple verses, and at that moment, we may read it. And after that, we don't open our Bible up again until next Sunday. So think of reading your Bible as spiritual food. You wouldn't get up and eat one meal on Sunday and not eat again. But that's what we do to our spirit. Matthew 4, chapter 4, verse 4 reads, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So that means we should not only feed our flesh, we should also feed our spirit daily by reading the Word of God. That is how God starts to fill us up. We start to become full. Now the second reasons why it is important is that the word of God gives us discernment. I don't know if most of you are aware or not, but we are living in the last days. So the Bible warns us of false teachers in the end times, false prophets, false doctrines. 
and sometimes it's just it saddens me to see how many people just fall astray and they believe false prophets because they have no discernment in them and the reason for that is because they don't have the word in them they're not feeding their spirit one of the ways you can tell between a false teacher and a true teacher of God is by the words that they speak it should never contradict the word of God and if it contradicts the word of God then you know that there's no light in them Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 reads for the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to dividing souls and spirit joints and marrow and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart so you see the more you read the more you fill yourself the more you fill up your spirit with the word of God the sharper your sword becomes and the sharper your sword becomes like the word said you will be able to divide soul and spirit joints and marrow and that is why it's one of the reasons why it's important to read the word the third reason is that it gives us comfort, personal blessings, encouragement. Proverbs 18 verse 10 says that the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. In Romans chapter 15, verse 4 reads, For everything that was written in the past was to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scripture and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Number four, for the reasons to why it's important to read the Bible, it instructs us in righteousness. From my personal experience, the Word of God was my teacher. The Holy Spirit taught me through scripture and that was how I was able to identify 
my the instructions for how I am to live my life. And Psalms 119 verse 9 reads, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. The word of God instructs us on how to live. On how to live righteously. The number five reason. It contains power to overcome. Whether you're suffering with anxiety, you're suffering from depression, addiction, whatever it is that you're suffering, whatever it is, whatever yoke you have over you, the word of God has the power to overcome. Because Ephesians six seventeen says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So, the word of God is a sword in the spirit. So, when you're dealing with fear, anxiety, depression, anger issues, you know, rejection, whatever you are dealing with, you can overcome them with the word of God. And just to give you a short testimony, I struggled with um, fear when the Lord had instructed me to take my first trip to Haiti by myself and I trusted God I had peace about it I prayed for confirmation and I had confirmation and I decided that I was going to do it now a couple of days before I was to leave I had this fear just heaviness that was trying to just take over and I had so many people that was that the that kept trying to get me to agree like are you sure you're not afraid you should be afraid to go and I just remember recognizing that and I was like no I trust God. I trust that he would not send me out there for me to get harmed. And so I started praying against it. And the Lord gave me a scripture. I don't remember exactly what the verses are, but it goes, God did not give me the spirit of fear 
but of power and of a sound mind. And you know what? I started repeating this every time I felt, every time someone was trying to get me to agree that, hey, you're, you, you're not afraid. I started repeating it. I just kept repeating it. God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power and of a sound mind. And eventually it would go away. And ever since then, I experienced the power of the word of God to overcome. And that's what it is. The number six reason why it's important to read the word is to effectively teach God's truth to the next generation. For you parents out there, it is extremely important to share the word with your children, with your grandchildren, nieces and nephews, But the only way you can truly share that word, either with the next generation or maybe you are trying to counsel someone else, a stranger, a neighbor, a friend, or maybe you met someone that don't believe in Christ never heard of Jesus Christ. No one's ever tried to minister to them, but God gave you the opportunity to speak to that person. The only way you'll be truly prepared to talk about Jesus Christ and his salvation and what he means to the world is by reading the the word, understanding who he is, what he means to us, what does he represent. Now, the number seven reason is to be full of God's promise. God has so many promises for us. He wants so much for us. He wants us to walk in the purpose and the destiny that he created us for. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 reads, But these who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. God has so much in store for you. The things that he has planned for you are beyond anything that you could ever imagine. You just have to have faith and believe.
The number eight reason is to present ourselves approved to God. I know one common term is to show yourself approved. You show yourself approved by studying, reading the word of God. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 15 reads, be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So we can see that the Bible is God's breath. This is how he communicates with us. This is how he gives us comfort. He gives us direction. He gives us instruction. We get to grow in him. We get to be filled. Walk around here full. Just content with peace and joy in our hearts. That is the reason. That is the reason why we need to stay in the word. But, however, (laughs) it's not a book that you can just pick up and just read all willy-nilly. I'm going to explain. Think of it this way. Have you ever met people that They invest a lot of time in reading the word, studying different books, and they conclude that the Bible is not real. I've met them. One thing I've noticed, though, is... They choose, they read the word, and they're trying to make their own intellectual conclusion. They're leaning on their own understanding. And what I find is a lot of times they would go, they would fall so far away from the truth. They can know the Bible better than. A Christian but still falls so far away from the truth or comes out in disbelief I always wondered why is that and one day I realized the Bible is like a bowl of soup Now, in my culture, we have soup jumu. Imagine you have two people. Person number one has a bowl of soup, and person number two also has a bowl of soup jumu. The only thing that differentiates the first person and the second one 
is that the second person has a spoon. Now, they both can see the bowl of soup. They have visual satisfaction. They both can smell the soup. They can both say that the soup smells delicious. But only one of them can taste the soup. And as the second person starts to dip their spoon in the bowl, with every spoon they realize that the deeper they go, they find different things. Maybe it's some macaroni, some potatoes, might find some carrots in there, some cabbage, meat. And the second person walks away with a full belly. That is the difference between people that read the Bible with their own understanding and another person that has a spoon. Because in order for you to eat that soup, you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spoon. And that is how we can have understanding of the word. That's how we can walk away from the Bible full. It's not just picking up the Bible and just reading it and making our own conclusion. One of the other ways that we can look at it is when you go to an author's book reading. Now, the author would read certain sections in the book and at the end, he opens the, he or she opens the floor for questions. Now, the reason for that is there could be a section or a scenario a situation, the ending, that maybe people didn't quite grasp or they wanted to get the author's opinion or understanding of what took place in this paragraph, in this scenario, with this ending. That only the author can give that understanding. Because if you go to someone else, they would only give you their own interpretation. So it's the same thing with us. You have to first go to the Holy Spirit. He is the one that will give you understanding. He's going to help you to understand not by your own understanding, but what was intended for you to understand when this particular verse scripture was written. How do you apply it to your life? What is it about you that needs changing now that you've read and have understanding of this particular scripture? So, 
I just advise you out there, if you are trying to read the Bible, make sure you get a spoon. Grab your spoon. Or you're going to walk away still hungry. Now, the Word of God, it has this powerful way of addressing the issues of the heart. Proverbs 23, verse 7 reads, As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, we have to understand that first we have to prepare our hearts to read the word by following these three important steps the first and most important is to be saved you must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with his presence the second is that we need to approach God's word dependently what do I mean by that the only person who can make a blind man see is God. So he's the one we depend on to give us understanding of his word. Once we have recognized our need for help from God to understand his word, we should now regularly pray for his assistance. Psalms 119, verse 18, reads, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Now, the third thing that you have to do to prepare your heart is you need to study the Bible with purpose so you are clear in your mind why you are spending part of your day studying the word when you do that I can attest to you that God will open your eyes he will open your heart he will give you understanding so that you can be filled with his word so I'm I want to go ahead and um, and close this episode And I want to reach out and ask 
If you would like to be full and complete, if you want Jesus to be the Lord of your life, and if you want, if or if you are a Christian that have gotten lost in the world and would like to recommit yourself to Christ, I invite you to say this prayer with me. Dear God, I know I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son and I believe that he died for my sin and that he was raised from the dead, ascended into heaven and is alive today. I choose to follow, obey, and accept your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that this episode was able to bless you. And I hope to to I hope that you tune in again next week. Be blessed, beloved.